0: Welcome to The Big Remote. My name is Andy Polaine. I'm an independent service design and innovation consultant, trainer and writer. We're in the middle of an unprecedented social experiment with so many people working remotely and many entire families staying at home. Yet there's so much that still connects us together and that we can learn from. Maybe this is all new and you're discovering a new lifestyle. Maybe you've been working remotely for years and now everyone else in your team or your company is doing it and your family too. The Big Remote dives into guests' remote work and collaboration tips, remote life hacks, tips on entertaining yourself and your kids, personal stories, and more. My guest today is Matthew Voschel. He's the head of experience design at EY um, for client technology and uh, is based in New York. Matthew, welcome to The Big Remote. Good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm okay. It's uh, how are you though? It's very early. Thank you for for getting up so early to do this. <laughs> so um, we're in this middle of this big social experiment, which is also a big work experiment. Right. Um, so tell us what you do because you're in charge of a distributed team anyway, right?
1: Yeah, I um, I work for one of the big four, uh, and, and like most of the big four, they're kind of arranged like a matrix, right? So they're kind yeah. of a thousand companies in one company. So, um, one of the particular groups, uh, um, is particularly focused on products that are, um, uh, focuses like a managed service, or like a white label, yeah. right? Products that are specifically geared at, um, being deployed within, you know, some sort of enterprise. Um, uh, and I am the head of experience design for one of the sections that specifically focuses on financial services. That's why I live in New York city.
0: Right. So um, how how are you doing, first of all? Let's just kind of check in. How are you doing? Because <laughs> um, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of mental shift as well, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a great point to bring that up. But um, it's kind of an interesting dichotomy um, of how this is kind of playing out, right? I think a lot of the people who already work this way, right? Like, so I'm kind of a weird animal. I am an experienced designer or product designer, really. Um, and I'm also a certified scrum master. Um, so I'm kind of a weird hybrid where I, I, I almost run my teams as if I am a scrum master. <laughs> um, right. with design on top of that. So um I'm just by my nature organized in a way that can work asynchronously, right? So um yeah, you mentioned I'm a I'm a global lead. I have um, you know, designers that report to me that, you know, are all over the world um could be poland uh london um we're starting to to do some more work in 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 apac uh, and places like singapore and hong kong so pretty soon i'll have somebody over there um at some point we've got groups you know throughout the world that we work with and partner with um to do a lot of things um that we build it's not just the designers right it's the product managers it's the the engineers the developers the data scientists right um so it, we interact and, and kind of have to stay in touch with a lot of people in a lot of time zones um and yeah. i think um yeah i think by being kind of an older millennial uh and kind of growing up in that napster era um you know going online for us it, we're already there to some extent right um the bigger challenge right is going to be people who are incredibly extroverted you know a lot of designers are very introverted right and so i think a lot for for us, we're very excited. Oh, we could to stay inside all day and just be alone <laughs> and, just and be can, left alone to, to, to do work. work. Yeah, yeah. And I can like hide in a corner and, you know, be kind of um live out my introverted fantasies, right? Versus, you know, those people who are very extroverted who need to be in front of a front of an audience or like they, they just feel like um you know that they're very personal, you know,
0: yeah.
1: kind of looking someone else in the eye and being able to tell them something. It's something about doing that through a video screen, like like we are now, um, yeah. that just some people and I think just a, a certain segment of the generation, you know, um, probably over 45, some in the range where they didn't grow up with it as like, you know, another thing that they were doing. So for them, it is kind of a foreign experience for them to kind of all of a sudden say, OK, now you have to work from home. So um, yeah, it's kind of interesting that dichotomy between the the introverts being able to actually do that, but the extroverts having to suffer by it and kind of figure out how to exist within this yeah. kind of digital world and how to project themselves into that. When you know the, the the millennials and younger are like, yeah, we're we've been doing this for 20 years, so for us this is nothing
0: new. Yeah someone else uh, mentioned that as well to me actually about the introvert extrovert thing saying how the extroverts are, are finding it really hard. Um I'm going to push your age bracket a little bit higher I'm 48 <laughs> actually but I, I I've been sort of digital for for like nearly 3 decades so I I guess um you know right. the, it's it's also about muscle memory it's also about what you're used to. And kind of modes of behavior so you've got this distributed team um who you already were kind yeah. of working uh in a in a kind of online collaborative way in in so before i go to sort of how things have changed um in, in what way have you been working what are your kind of regular practices and habits because i'm kind of interested in to see how people have um you know what tips and tricks they have for starters right. and what they've found you know really useful
1: uh, again, again, I hate to go back to this, but being a millennial um, and kind of really putting my roots in the early 90s, um, this is going to sound cliche, but like what Kurt Cobain did for rock music, right? It had gotten kind of very overproduced and kind of shiny hair metal, as it were. Right. Um, and, and Kurt kind of came came in and and brought it back to the roots of like, no, like a, a song should be simple and straightforward and and mean something. It yeah. should be you know, glossy. This This thing you kind of have in the air. And so in that way I've kind of always had like this pureness view to it, um, where um you certainly want to leverage certain methodologies, et cetera, right? But the way in which you do it should be seamless and really easy for anyone to to be able to access and do, right? So um Trying to take posted notes, which I think are the purest form of it, right? I mean, you see it in the first season of Silicon Valley, right? They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. Right? They're they're f- physical posted notes, right? And moving it forward, and, and and the the highest performing teams out there, they still use like physical post-it notes on yeah. a board, right? Um, so how do you replicate that digitally in, in a distributed team, right? So you're using tools like Trello, any kind of Kanban board type thing. Yeah. Um, we use a lot of Microsoft products, obviously, as most enterprises do. So. We use their variants uh, for that kind of stuff. So it kind of really starts with simplicity, um, with with just having four columns, <laughs> uh, cards that you're, you know, kind of moving from stage to stage and doing that, uh, and merely doing it in a digital realm and using tools like like Draw.
0: So you're really going back to sort of first principles, right, of of that stuff and thinking, well, what's our intent of what we're trying to do here?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to sit down and actually write it down and state it. Um, and there's something about doing that that kind of forces you to, to kind of think about things a little bit differently. But, um, yeah, I've always, I've been using, you know, tools like Trello, i trying to think of other ones. There's like, uh, MyMeister my has one out there, Asana, um, I think yeah. Microsoft's planner, you know, whatever, whatever Kanban word works for you, you can find out there. There's, there's ones that are kind of thrown together and there's ones like Trello that are very, uh, feature rich, but at the end of the day, you know, the fact of having four columns and moving things across, um. It's kind of where everything starts for me, yeah. uh, and then on top of that, you kind of start getting into more of the execution and kind of checking on how you actually are doing. Um, so again, it depends on the tools you're using. When we get really crazy in our project execution, it's like things like DevOps, where you're again, I'm taking my my certified Scrum Master hat on and looking at my Cumulative Flow and my my burn down and how am I doing? And I'm constantly kind of looking at those things and really focusing on ensuring that you know the stories have good structure and the motivation, the acceptance criteria is clear, and kind of all those types of things. Again. Doing it in a way that's asynchronous um, and allows you know anyone to be able to, to do work and and remove any and all blockers, right? That kind of lean UX. Yeah. Um, to to shout out to Jeff Goth, my 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 friend Jeff Gothelf, uh, uh, who um, you know is a big hero of mine as well uh, about taking that that similar kind of approach. So I think. Uh, a lot of a lot of designer managers, right? They they try to overcomplicate things, but I think if you keep it simple, then yeah. you know switch between the physical and the digital worlds is is pretty easy. It's a
0: lot easier, right? And it's not because I think sometimes yeah. the sort of tools and process can mask uh mask things, or can yeah they can make stuff sort of muddy the waters, and and you start to equate the process or the intent with the tool instead. Yeah, then, you, know, start yeah you start getting a lot of buzzwords, on, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> um, um, you start seeing, oh, we'll just adopt this tool and everything will change. Like, you know, not, it ha- yeah. you have to, um, again, <laughs> coming back to simplicity, it's about adopting the 12 principles of Agile and, and living it and not just using a tool thinking that's just right. going to make things easier for you. Like you have to actually uh, fully adopt and accept that way of thinking and working for it to really be useful for you.
0: So you sound like you know, you're an old hand in that part, and you know you're just talking about agile working, and and the kind of work you're doing sounds like you know maybe it's not the actual kind of development work or the the kind of design work hasn't changed that much because you've got this distributed team anyway, but there's a lot more to all of this than just the work, right? So there's you're an old hand now everyone else is in a position which you were in you know however many years ago Mm. uh, doing it so what's it been like to have the whole i don't know in fact what is the current status you're in new york everyone's in shelter in place i believe in new york yeah yeah. is is the whole company then sort of now remote is everyone distributed
1: yeah i mean again as most companies are they they already had gone to more of like a hotel structure right like the whole idea of having a dedicated office that someone is in there you know 20 percent of the time because it should be you know, a client site or whatever, uh, you know, doing something. Um, they'd already gone a hotel in to kind of do that. Yeah. Um, I think the initial reaction, um, was first, you know, be safe, use your best judgment, but they certainly put, um, yeah. I think like most offices put up, uh, you know, hand sanitizer everywhere and, and signs and all that kind of stuff. And then when it was clear that Italy was, or we were on the same track as Italy and it was getting, you know, it was going to get to that. Serious. Yeah. It was going to get serious like that. Then, um, that's when uh, the CEO and the rest of the like, now like we're gonna we're gonna close the offices and uh where everybody's gonna go remote you know until further notice, or I forget exactly when they said, but um right so yeah i I think um in the age of globalization uh you know companies like the one I look, work for definitely leverage uh like a like a globally distributed model, but that, yeah they'd still done they'd still be you know paying for people to fly everywhere right now, and now that can't happen yeah. yeah um so i I think we were already sort of working remote i think the challenge comes in is now that you're globally distributed things like this happen where actually i have to do i was supposed to uh do a workshop in paris uh and another one in frankfurt and now and the Mm -hmm. only reason i was physically going to go there is because i didn't want to get up at two o'clock in the morning eastern standard time but (laughs) um now it's looking like i'm gonna have to do that video like this and get up at two in the morning so um it's kind of all a right. double-sided edge to so it. So
0: and do do a workshop all the way, lead a, work, a remote workshop all the way through the night. Basically, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, what is my other option, right? Um, at this point, right? I mean, the.
0: Well, I mean, you could, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, so, well, what are the options? So, so how are people dealing with this? I mean, there are a few other options. So, uh,
1: um, but
0: you know, how's it? How's it? Yeah, how's yeah. it? So, I'm interested also in the kind of bit yeah. in between, right? Because quite a lot of work happens not in the actual kind of working moments. It's a lot of the kind of conversations in between and stuff. And how's that sort of culturally? Yeah.
1: Out? Um, <laughs> uh, my boss. Uh, so the we sh- um it's the way we're structured our group inside of, of, the, of the company is kind of structured like a startup where we've got scrum of scrum. So yeah. all of the leaders across the competencies meet, you know, every two weeks when we talk about what's going on across our different uh, competencies and et cetera. Uh, and what we're working yeah. on, those kind of things. And um, yeah, my, my, my boss scheduled a, it's, uh, it's in an hour and a half it's called a water cooler session right. where it's just a space yeah. for us to come and talk about what's going on. Um, some people have pets and I believe one of our project ma- or product managers has a guinea pig, um, that she, uh, affectionately named fleabag, uh, from, um, Phoebe Waller bridge <laughs> from, you know, yeah, from the, yeah, from the, from that show. Uh, and she'll post different photos of him. Um, I, I think it's been interesting again, I think the millennials have been not having an issue at all it's, it's definitely been a struggle and i've had to spend more time or checking in more with the people that this isn't natural for them right um and so yeah. um yeah you know, that's kind of there's also yeah some element of fear uh honestly <laughs> right it, it, you know people yeah. people fear what they don't understand and just the natural psychology of people is they they fear change right so um being told that
0: what do you think they're fearing there
1: Uncertainty, um, the unknown people fear what they don't understand. Right. Um, mean, you know, the kind of the, yeah. the, I don't know if it's like a, the, the capturing thing of Stanley and kind of, you know, X-Men it's and really right? like people, people fear what they don't understand and something they can't control. Uh, and so I, th- I, I've had to have a couple, um, um, we use obviously Microsoft's uh, chat platform, but yeah. um, I've had to do, I do like these private chats, um, group chats all over the place. And yeah, when I'm mm. actually a designer mm. that used to work for me that we transferred to another group, i reached back out who lives near me here in New York. Uh, I reached out to a couple of, of us that also live in the New York area and be like, hey, how are you guys doing? It's kind of weird, right? Have you guys, known? we were talking about, um... Like you can go out, buy a monitor and our company will expense you now because, you know, you have to work from home and they want to make sure that we can, you know, have the equipment we need to do the job. Right. Um, So it's kind of that kind of stuff to, um, hey, you know, try to order everything online if you can and have it delivered um, and just, I mean, first and foremost, right. It's safety, right. You want to make sure everybody's comfortable what they're doing. Second, you want to make sure they're productive and that they have everything that they need to be productive. Uh, And so I would say I spent a lot of my time doing that um as far as like physical changes though yeah it's almost like this water cooler like we're just gonna have a video chat i guess uh and talk um some people have escaped to uh what's called upstate new york right they have like lock cabins or or they're you know they're they're very isolated from the rest of us in the city um uh, and that's been interesting because now their kids are home with them so, you know, video calling with them is always a joy because, you know, one of them, one of the kids will right. run into the frame or a dog or something, right? Um, or um kind of the flip side of it, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if you yeah, you can yeah, you can uh see behind me. Uh I'm also a professional photographer, uh, and so I have lots of photos and right. stuff around me. So you actually get uh, if if they're so nice uh, to which a lot of our guys have been doing is turn on the video and you kind of see in someone's yeah, yeah. home. You really yeah, to, huh? you, you kind of yeah. you kind of see another side of the person that you see all the time at the office and you kind of view them a certain way um and then when you see them video at home you look behind you like oh wow that's a cool trophy like you it's almost like you're learning a whole new thing about a person you've been working with for years you know
0: yeah it's really interesting that isn't it because i mean normally calls i mean you know I, I used to work for fjord which belongs to accenture so i know the, the right. world that you're in right, right? so right. um but normally those calls are are very um so for starters there's a culture there of everyone's just used to kind of jumping on calls all the time right but Pre- predominantly those are audio only right and a lot of people um, even if it's over teams or whatever which can do video <laughs> yeah. and so i one of the things as i started working remote so my last year and a half of um, working at Fuel was remote was always putting my video on and i noticed mm. that people go oh oh yeah okay yeah i guess i'll put the video on too and <laughs> um, so that was sort of like pushing a bit of a culture shift so one thing is that but this idea that you have a call that isn't doesn't have an agenda, Doesn't isn't a kind of an official meeting. The idea you have a kind of social call is interesting, right, right? is, is right. new culturally, and people have to make a shift to and probably don't really quite know, I reckon in some cases, how they might react to that. But the second bit where you're seeing into people's homes, it's like you get a little bit of ethnography every time. Yeah. And it's really fascinating for me whether that's going to kind of permanently shift the way people relate to each other. Because one of the things that happens in the workspace is, Uh, Particularly in sort of corporate spaces, you know, you put on your suit and you kind of dress, you know, you you kind of put on your costume, right? And you Mm. play a role. uh, And it allows you to act in a certain way, um, not always positively, but often act in a certain way that's supposedly kind of business and professional, right? you know, and talking language that you wouldn't use at home, uh, because it's often kind of nonsense. And so, um, you know, it's interesting to see whether this is going to start breaking that down. I was, that's why I was kind of interested to hear that. I wondered if you were starting to see that or not. Yeah, he,
1: yeah. Um, well, on our leadership calls, um, you know, my boss has been like, cool, hey, guys, let's turn on video. He's kind of been a little bit mandating about it. Yeah. Uh, and then I've started to do it more often on my calls and things. And, yeah, they've had the same reaction like, oh, we're turning our video on now. It's Yeah, it's interesting to... It's interesting, there's so many cameras out there, but nobody uses (laughs) any of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, people just don't like being seen. They don't mind being heard, but they really don't like being seen. And so the rate of use of that is is lower than you would think it would be, right? Because there's so many cameras out there everywhere, but people just like like being seen
0: a lot of multitasking or, yeah Where you, uh, yeah, you have that kind of delay in someone's voice and go you're checking your email aren't you i can hear you uh, yeah or it's really the there. sports
1: center syndrome right where they're 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 wearing a full suit from like the
0: waist up but from the waist down they're like still in sweatpants right because they <laughs> so, just want to see you someone there's a there's been a meme going around of that of the the kind of remote yeah. work mullet which is a sort of suit at the top and pajamas at the bottom you know nice yeah, yeah. exactly yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah. listen we're um, um, we're coming up for time if there was a um you know one of the things that you've you would really like to get across to people about either a kind of tip or or something you think beyond obviously that people should stay safe mm-hmm. um do you think you know if you just do these one or two things this is going to this has really kind of helped in your experience what would that be
1: i mean honesty and transparency are always good places to start um <laughs> and and, over, and and especially in times like this over communicating so i th- i think so i think one over communicate slash don't assume that everyone's going to automatically know what your expectations are when as just period. And then now in times like these, right. Because obviously you're going to have to adjust your expectations accordingly. um, Depending on people's, you know, circumstances that work for you, et cetera. Right. Um, They might have family members that are sick. So you're going to have to adjust uh, for those kinds of things. So I I think being flexible and that kind of thing is good. yeah and i think just keep things simple in times like this again there's tons there's so many uh pieces of software out there you can use that are really trying to to make your life easier and i think if you one keep it simple and two find what works for you, right? Um there yeah, there's there's tons of different kanban tools, there's tons of different design tools out there. They're all yeah. great at the end of the day, right? What come what matters is is her um let me back up. It's I love the quote uh from Google Housing, right? It's not, it doesn't matter if you're perfect, it's if you're perfect for each other, right? So um
0: <laughs> that's nice.
1: So yeah, yeah, so there's tons of tools out there. Pick the pick. There there there's tons of ones you could pick. Don't don't be so attached to the one. It's what is the value that you're getting from that piece of software that's allowing you to accomplish whatever your goal is, right? Yeah. And for me, keeping things simple, using simple Kanban boards, leveraging cloud technologies like you know either um, Office 365 or Figma, yeah, uh, um, and things like that, in which you're allowing yourself. To you're allowing, you're putting yourself in a framework where you're allowing this asynchronous collaboration to occur kind of organically and not trying to kind of force it and you know, yeah. micromanage in some way, shape or form, right? I, I think you have to really, oh, and that's probably the last thing is trust, right? Especially in these remote times, trust that your people are doing their job. Don't, you know, if they're not, you'll find out about it later, right? Like you, you kind of have your meetings, you'll see it. But at the end of the day, with these times, like trust your people that, you know, everybody's scared everybody's trying to do the best that they can with what they have um and, and just kind of you know set your expectations accordingly but i i think being open and transparent and trusting the people that you work for um at the end of the day is going
0: to get you a lot farther that's very good advice listen thank you very much for being my guest on the big remote and uh, i hope you stay safe thank you so and much and, Andy. i appreciate it and uh good luck <laughs> you too thanks thanks for listening to the big remote If you want to learn more about other shows on the This Is HCD network, go to thisishcd.com where you'll find Power of 10 with me, ProdPod with Adrian Tan, Decoding Culture with Dr. John Curran, Ethnopod with Jay Hasbrook, Bringing Design Closer and Getting Started in Design with Jerry Scullion, and Talking Shop with Jerry, myself, and some of the other hosts. You can also sign up to our newsletter or join our Slack channel and connect with other designers around the world. My name's Andy Pullain. You can find me at pullain.com or Lane on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.